Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Callum Sully podcast. This is episode 39. And this week's episode, uh, I have a guest and it is the incredible James Rice. Now, I don't know how long you guys have been listening to the show, but in 2020, when I first kickstarted this uh, podcast, I had James on who was not far into his journey when he lost £100. We've revisited um, James's journey three years on, and wow, he's gone even further. Actually going on to win transformation competitions, not one, but twice, he has trophies, and now he is working exclusively on a new app by Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. James shares some incredible advice, and this was streamed in my Shape with Sully membership group, which I will be attaching into the show notes if you want to go and check that out, if you're interested in joining on a seven-day trial. And the theme of the month was all about motivation, and James came on to give his motivation on how he did it, anybody can do it, and he helps share in this episode how you can do it too. So without further ado, let's get into the episode number 39 with my guest, James Rice. Good evening, guys. I hope you're well. Um, I am joined today, as expected, as I told you about, by the inspirational James Rice. And for those not familiar on my side, um, I I had the pleasure to have James on uh, my podcast back in the early days when I first set it up, actually. Um, I think it was in start of 2021 when I had James on mine. Um, And we were talking all about his book, the £100 war in his journey. Um, and since then, he's gone a hell of a lot further than that. Um, so we have been talking about motivation within the group. Uh, and for those listening on audio on the podcast, I'm referring to my Shape Sully group. I'll post some links to that at the end of the episode. Um, and we're talking all about motivation. And what I've been sharing with with the ladies in my group is all about motivation, how to get up and setting them challenges, And basically to show that, look, motivation is created from within, but you've got to do it. Um, People will come to me as a personal trainer and sometimes mistakenly think I'll just wave a magic wand and and just, there you go, motivation, but I can't do it. So I have a saying, and maybe you'll relate to this, James, which is motivation is created, not gifted, which means I can't give it you. It's created from within. And what I've been setting challenges for my ladies is, little challenges to help get them motivated so i've brought james in um to share his story and give his um advice on this because he's done it he's done it um and the title is title i've titled this video is anybody can do this okay um so james james thank you for coming on how are you buddy I'm great. Thank you so much for uh, having me, uh, Callum. It's a it's a pleasure to catch up uh, with you and where I've I've been on my journey. No problem at all. As, I, as we discussed, uh, you know, I'm very happy to tell you that I, last year I was able to win the 2022 
National Body Transformation Challenge uh, here in Canada. And uh, I, I started at 292 pounds or 132 kilos. And wow. I was able to get my competition weight. I got down to 151 pounds. Uh, so what is that? Uh, what is that? I lost, uh, I lost a lot anyways. Uh, I lost about 140 pounds. So I lost a lot of kilos. We, t we do tend to use the imperial system. We're very strange in this country, James, because sometimes we use the metric system and sometimes we use imperial. So for me, I prefer to use miles. I prefer to use inches. I prefer to use uh, foot and inches. And I also prefer to use stone and pound. I don't even use... The only time I ever use kilogram is when I'm talking about weights in terms of the gym gym equipment, I guess. It, we're very bizarre here in the UK. We, we, we can't get our finger around what we want to use <laughs> at what time. But people know 120, did you say 126 pounds? So I, I lost, uh, in, uh, I got down to 151 pounds. Wow. So I lost 140 pounds right on the nose. I couldn't break 150. I couldn't get to the 140 mark. I was really trying hard and my week to the competition but i was really trying hard i couldn't get there but i should tell everyone because you, you know i started when i was 48 and i was you know 132 kilos or 292 pounds. i was 48 years old and i had a you know uh, my body uh, analysis put me at 54 years old i'm now 52 years old and i'm younger at, at I, I fluctuate between 50 and 51 years old now in my, my body analysis so i'm getting younger Callum. Brilliant. I was out. Well, I was going to say you look even younger than the last time I spoke to you, James. So that's 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 the good thing about going to is that you start to get younger, start to feel younger. And I I, I started before COVID hit, and I know if uh, you know if I hadn't lost that weight during COVID, I I might not be here today. So I was one of the prime candidates for uh, for you know catching COVID. I was pre-diabetic. You know, high blood pressure. I, you know, I would have loved living in my body for sure. So I was very, very lucky that I was able to get my journey done. So I, and and a motivation for for everyone listening. It took me nine months, twenty six days to lose one hundred pounds. Not thirty mm -hmm. days. Not not ten days. It took me. It took me nine months and twenty six days. And uh, it, I started in January, and by the end of uh, September. Uh, or it's the end of October, rather, I had lost my 100 pounds. And uh, so it's very possible. And and uh, I, I'll give you whatever I can to keep you going in terms of motivation. Brilliant. And it's, it's, it's interesting that you, you, you started with that because one of the things that we have, or that I come across, is we have a lot of diet companies here in the UK that have created this culture or this mindset that it must happen immediately and one thing that i say to people is most people let's say let's say someone's trying to convert this to pounds so let's say someone's 60 to 100 pounds overweight right i'm assuming that didn't happen in a month okay because you'd be alarmed if it did but for some reason though people think that they can just lose, say, that hundred pounds in a month, right? And and to me, I try and explain to people that that's a lot of stress on your body. That actually, 
it's not that you, you know it, it does take a long time and and, and no journey is Lydia talking to a, a lot of uh, men who who are large uh, I, and a, a friend of mine was 330 pounds and uh, he he got down to 280 and he said you know I've got this I've got it I'm I'm feeling great about myself and I'm telling him you're not there yet you're just losing your water weight you're not losing weight yet mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm losing weight I know on the scale it is and for me and I, I explained to people in the first three months I lost 50 pounds I went yeah. down to 242 I'm feeling great I didn't start losing weight until my fourth month that's when I started to lose fat that's when it became really difficult where I was five six pounds a month I wasn't 10 20 pounds a month because I I'd gotten rid of all the water weight as much as it, uh, you know my body had allowed me to, and I was yeah. losing fat. And uh, so there is a time where your body will it'll make that transition, and then you're like, "What's going on? What am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. You're doing everything right, uh, but you will slow down losing that that weight, uh, that dramatic weight." So yes, you, you, I could say I, I lost 50 pounds in three months. I can say that to you, but I really didn't lose weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would gain back that weight very quickly. Uh, so I didn't lose weight until probably my fourth or fifth month when I really started. And that became, uh, you know, really tough. And that's where a different motivation, you know, mm-hmm. had, to, had to take hold, you know. So when you say, James, when you said that you would gain some back a little bit. It was, it was a little bit of a bumpy journey yeah, there. Yeah. When, what, when that's happening, I mean, I know you, I know you had a trainer that, uh, to try and say, but that helped you at the time that would keep you knowledgeable on that. But that is where a lot of people would then throw in the towel because they think, oh, that's, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to try something new. But as you've just said, what people don't realize is a lot of the weight they lose at first is water weight, first of all. Yes, they will lose fat too, but then if they're trying to actively train and they're trying to build muscle, there's so much going on within the body that the scales really shouldn't be at the forefront. Put them at the back of the mind, focus on other forms of metrics. But for some reason, I don't know what it's sort of like over on that side of the water, but I know here it's there's this obsession with the scales. It's obsession. I have a couple of clients some of them might be listening that will now and then post and be frustrated because they gained a pound back they've they've lost eight pounds in a month but they gained one pound back and rather than focusing on what they achieved that one pound which probably just water weight again due to hormones or due to the stress that's it and they literally posted and i've talked them out of it but they were like that's it i nearly removed myself from the group deleted facebook and so how did you get over those little barriers? That's a great point because, uh, and, and I, 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 I understand the, the issue with weighing yourself every day and, and monitoring yourself. I, as a uh, guy who was 292 pounds, I didn't understand my body. And weighing myself every day really helped me to understand what food was doing to my body, number one, and then what stress was doing to my body. You mentioned that. And I mm-hmm. suddenly get these stress weight rises it wasn't food it wasn't exercise it was because of stress and then i realized sometimes it was because i didn't get a good night's sleep my sleep was poor 
And suddenly I got I'm, I'm, my weight's up. Okay, so I've got to manage my stress. I've got to manage my sleep. So some of these things that as a, as a trainer, you, you tell people sleep, stress, nutrition, all those things. But until you start seeing it within your own body and realizing uh, this is what's happening to me and how do I manage that stress? How do I, and, and I, I went through this and both my parents passed away. So incredible amounts of stress. And that happened in, my, my father passed away in month nine. I could have, you know, I said it was nine months, 26 days. I could have, I could have finished earlier, but the stress of dealing with the grief and the passing of my father in month nine of my weight loss was so intense. I lost only two pounds that month. Only I was losing eight, nine, ten pounds on average. I was really going down. And uh, when my father passed away, it was perhaps the, the worst weight loss month. And that was strictly, I strictly stress. I wasn't, I was eating bad. It wasn't anything like that. It was strictly stress. So you learn these things uh, about your body. And um, even the other night I went out and I had, uh, I in month three, I had a beer and a hot dog because I was feeling so confident. I lost 45 pounds. I'm feeling great. I had a beer and a hot dog. And then the yeah. next month it was just like, I couldn't control my sugar. Uh, my insulin was up and down. I was ah, I need sugar. I need more. It really threw me off. Last, uh, uh, two nights ago, I went out. I had a beer, a hot dog, a piece of pizza. All three of them that I had, and I never usually eat. And they were looking at me, James, can you eat that? And I go, yeah, I can. I can now because I know how to get my body regulated back to normal. Uh, when I was three months in, I had no idea how to do that. But by constantly learning about my body, and everybody, every, everybody's different, sorry, cliche, but it's true. And my body loves sugar. It loves sugar. So if I go into that sugar carb mode, I'm going to have three days of where I gotta I gotta be strict and get myself off of it, or I'll, I'll, I'm on a roller coaster. So yeah. learn that about my body. But it it took it take me four years to get to that point where I understand uh, what the food does to my body, or stress does, or lack of sleep does. And uh, you know, lack of sleep uh, is a big one. And and oh, if you don't have a good sleep, don't work out. And I go, no. I, when I have a bad night's sleep, the first thing I want to do is I want to go to the gym as early as possible, because I'll know that night I'm going to have a good sleep. I'm going to be really yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, my business partner who owns a gym with me, he, he posted this uh, only the other day about sleep. Um, and that, and and if, you, if you're struggling to sleep, you need to start working out, <laughs> you know, because you're going to learn to sleep. And not only do you learn to sleep, your body understands it has to sleep because we don't change our body in the gym or out on a run we change it in our sleep we you lose weight in your sleep you, yeah that's that was the biggest shock of my world of losing weight was i'm losing weight when i sleep what i don't i don't understand that i've never all that healing all that uh um uh you know uh stuff that's being used to, to in your body is mm -hmm. done at nighttime when you're sleeping yeah. so you gotta get a good night's sleep same same as growing muscle. I say to people that like who who may be overtraining um, and they're doing too much exercise because they think that's going to get results quicker. And I have to say to them, "Well, slow down, okay? Everyone's recovery rate is different. It's cliche, like you said before, but it's true. Um, I have quite a fast recovery rate, so I know that I can take 
a day off minimum and I can jump straight back in it. But some people need a few few more days. It doesn't mean they're going to get any less results by me going more times. That's just, I'm, you said before about learning about your own individual body and I've kind of studied my own and I understand how, the limits I can take my body to in certain areas. And that's what I think people need to do to help with their motivation is actually if you, if you just take some time to understand your body, you might find you get a bit more motivated because you, you, you'll be like, ah, and like you just said about just a revelation about sleep. I tell people all the time, you don't change in the gym. You ask your body to change in the gym. You change in your sleep. And that's where, and so when people come to me, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not losing weight. My body's not changing. Well, how much sleep are you getting? Oh, about three, four hours a night. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Right, well, you might want to wrap that up a bit. I do want to. I do want to answer that that point. I do want to talk about that point where you mentioned my body's not changing because I I often said this to my trainer. I just lost a hundred pounds and I don't I don't feel I look any different. I've got flabby, saggy skin, uh, and uh, I'm not happy. Why? Why don't I look buff? And when I lost a hundred pounds. Because you're you're still over, you're still your body weight is still twenty nine thirty percent. You're still too high, James. You've got to you've got to cut that weight down. You and that's that was the motivation to get on stage was can I actually get uh, a body that would work on stage and be competitive on stage, and uh, and that was the motivation because I wasn't happy at one ninety two because I had. I lost the weight. I felt good. I was feeling good, but I didn't have that nice body. So I had to throw mm. another, that, that nice body, that cut body that I, I was able to get eventually, it was probably the hardest I've ever worked on anything. It was military style. So if you want to go down that path, good, good luck. It's really hard. Uh, and you're watching every single meal. And this is where you get into that crazy. I mean, it was a crazy, uh, I did it for four months. It was a crazy four months of six days a week. You watch every single food you eat. You go to sleep at the same time. You wake up. I don't know. My, my wife said I was like, look like a chicken because I was eating chicken all the time. I mean, I have eaten so much chicken in all my life. So but that was my motivation. I had a goal. I had a clear goal. The national championships were right in front of me, and and I I was going for it all. I I was feeling good, and I was feeling at that point where I could take that step to see if I could get that body into uh, into into the good shape that for photography and and on stage and things like that. So having a clear goal. So my first goal was a hundred pounds. It was a clear goal. Second goal was getting on stage. And what do I got to do to get on stage at 50, you know, at 51 years old? And I get on stage with all these 20 somethings and pose. And I came in second in, against some 20 year olds. So it was, I was all right. I felt pretty good about that. Uh, I, I wasn't going to win that category, but I came in second, which was nice. And I, of course, I won the old guys competition, the over 50 uh, competition and over 40. I've won that one too. So, I mean, you know, that's uh, that's that was a motivation for for, uh, for me, and so always have that uh, long term goal out, out in front of you. What is that? What is that final goal you want to get to? Hundred pounds, get on stage, fifteen uh, percent uh, body fat. What what is that number you're trying to reach? 
And I do believe it should be it should be a kind of number that you're trying to reach. Um, but you also need a weekly goal. Um, and right now, for when I was training uh, at the beginning with 292 pounds, my weekly goal was to go to the gym once a week. Okay, that was my goal. I just get to the gym once a week. And let me tell you, I, it took me a week to recover after I went, the, the, you know, uh, trying to recover from the exercise. The exercises I did at 292 are now my warm up. <laughs> it was just body weight exercises. That's what I do in my warm up right now. So, but I did it once a week and I, 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 I went and I literally at 292, I only went. 12 times in the first three months. It was all diet. It was all habit. It was all learning uh, what to eat because uh, the exercises were so, so brutal. When I was training for a competition, I was going six days a week. Okay. And my yeah. weekly goal was to try to get there at, at least five times and try to get that sixth time uh, in there and doing also. So that was my weekly goal for that. Uh, currently my goal is four times a week. I want to make sure I try to hit the gym four times a week and I'm doing a little more strength exercise. Uh, so I need a little more recovery time in there. Uh, and, and, and then you need a daily goal. So what is your goal when you hit the gym? And it, and it does depend on what you feel like. If you feel terrible, sometimes when I feel terrible, I just want to do three sets of everything and move on. Or sometimes when I feel like I don't want to be here, I'm going to hit the body parts that I really like. I'm going to hit my chest, and my arms, and make me feel good uh, when I on, on that daily goal. When I'm when I'm feeling great, uh, you know, right now I'm, I'm trying to hit 300 reps. I want to get that that 300 rep number. I want to get to 25 sets. Can I get there? Uh, so that's 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 my daily my daily goal now. So each each day you kind of have a different uh, uh, goal, but keeping in mind where you want to be. Uh, uh, in the long run. So I try to have a daily, weekly, and, and uh, you know, that long-term goal. So, hmm. you know, uh, my long-term goal is, is now next February, uh, where I have a chance. Uh, I, I, I've been honored to try Arnold Schwarzenegger's The Pump app. And uh, as one of the founding members, uh, one of 5,000 people who've been beta testing the app, trying it out, and I've gotten emails from Arnold and Arnold's team saying, you know, you're going to get a chance to maybe meet Arnold in February. And I'm like, what? I can meet Arnold Schwarzenegger? I mean, I, four years ago, I'm 292 pounds and I have a chance to meet Arnold. Yeah, I'm, I'm going in the gym and I'm going to get ready next, for next February. So that's my, that's my new goal is to, just in case, to stand next to Arnold. I want to make sure I look good. I think that's a brilliant goal. I, I, don't, I don't think there's a bigger goal some people I, I, I was the same when when i was probably at my peak shape right and it was before i got married uh, on a beach in cyprus and i knew it was coming and my goal was quite superficial right it was similar to what you just said i mean there was no no arnold schwarzenegger there but i knew my friends knew what i did for a living and I knew they were, we were all going to be on a beach and for the week and have our tops off. So I knew, as shallow as it was, I had to look in top shape. I had to. And do you know what? It worked because that was probably my peak at the time. 27, got married. Same with my wife. My wife 
was on it. She was lifting weights. We 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 looked. We we the cleanest diet you mentioned about living on chicken. That's all we had: chicken, turkey. Yeah, because you have to to look like that. And that's one of the things, James, that that will make me laugh when people. You know how hard you've had to work to get to where you are on stage. So it makes me laugh. Not, I don't laugh at them, but I laugh at the concept when I'll have, I'll have a lot of ladies that don't want to build muscle in case they get bulky, right? And when you tell me stuff like that about the diet you have to eat and the amount of times you have to train and the amount you have to lift, people don't need to worry about that because if you want to do that, it's very, very difficult and you have to... You have to make a hell of a lot of sacrifices. You mentioned chicken. I, I've I've said this all the time, but I I know I know quite a few bodybuilders that have told me that sometimes, and this is a, this was a woman bodybuilder, they needed that much protein that they had to actually drink chicken. Yeah, yeah. They had they had to blend it just just to get the calories because they can't physically eat any more. Well, I'll tell you, I've done a lot of chicken recipes, but I, I do want to tell you like some some other motivations because I know that's a topic mm. for today. Yeah. So, and I, I'm often asked, uh, I'm often asked about motivation. How do you keep it going? How do you keep it going? And I want to start like with the very first motivation that got me started was just pure embarrassment because you mentioned that uh, in, in before. What started me was pure embarrassment. I, uh, yeah. I was in Miami Beach trying to buy one of those uh, tacky tourist uh, Hawaiian shirts. And uh, I tried on extra large, didn't fit. Double uh, double XL didn't fit. Triple XL didn't fit. And I had to go to a 4XL. And I've never had a 4XL in my life. And I was just so embarrassed that I ran. I, I literally left the store so quickly because I didn't want anybody to see me that I was trying on a 4XL. I left my Rayburn, Ray-Ban sunglasses and my, my baseball hat behind. I was so embarrassed. So that was my first step in was that I wanted to, uh, I don't want to feel this way about myself. I want to feel better uh, about myself. Nobody was around. Nobody said anything. It was just me and, and, and the shirt. And that's what, that's what got me to the gym. And when I started going to the gym, um, I, I started to get angry because the people around me um, started to tease me about going on diet, about joking, not, not in a negative way, but joking with me oh, people uh, don't think about what they say sometimes so do they you know who's going to be santa claus uh you know uh, look at i i'm going for a donut you want one james and like you know i got me really angry that you know i know they weren't being vicious but i was angry and uh, so that got me more motivated to keep keep going and then after i started to lose the weight uh five six months into the program and i i you know, they're, they're putting my before and after pictures up in the gym for advertisements and things like that. And people were coming up to me saying, you know, you, you, I really want to learn uh, and from you. And, and I, I want to, you know, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. So suddenly the people's, the people saw me and they inspired me by their comments, uh, by their positive comments, uh, and the effect that I was having on their life. So I, I didn't have any um, desire to do that, but it was clearly having a positive uh, effect on them. They saw how hard I was working, and so they would come to the gym and you know work as as hard, knowing that there were results. So 
that that inspiration really really helped to keep me going as well and then the fourth one this is the most important one and i get teased about it all the time at the gym and that is your music playlist is so critical it is absolutely a necessity that you have the right music at the right exercise in the right moment and uh, i can vouch for that i can absolutely vouch for that like crazy because i throw on my celine dion and uh what are you doing james this is this gets me this gets me in the mood it gets rid of all my my Mm -hmm. thinking of life and i'm able to zero in on my my exercise and I know exactly where I need to be. And I fine tune my music playlist all the time. And they really tease me at the gym. But it was my, it was my greatest motivation is my music playlist. I've, I've got more because I tend to train on my own in my gym now. I prefer to do it. I've started, I, I, admittedly, James, I, I used to play like, you know, uh, dance music or pumpy stuff. I've started playing some like, 80, 80s where I could power ballads. So I'm walking around the gym, I'm doing my reps, and I'm singing my heart out to Whitney Houston because, and guess what? I'm lifting heavier because I'm in a good mood and I'm going for it rather than just boom, boom, boom in my headphones or in the gym, gym music. Yeah, total eclipse of the heart. Let's do it. <laughs> dancing around. You know, I'm having a good day. They see me dancing around and singing, and they're like, who is this guy? What's he doing? Yeah, because I feel good. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very funny so but so those are some of the some of the inspiration uh, uh and motivations that that i've had and uh, one one other piece of advice that's always kind of stuck with me sometimes because i'm a morning workout guy yeah. um, I, I don't like working out in the afternoons or evenings i like to get up and hit the gym in the morning and one one piece of advice that that i heard was as soon as you wake up get up don't lie in bed don't listen to the radio or read the newspaper. Wake up, get up. And uh, that has been a really great motivator for me. I wake up, I get up, I go to the washroom, I get my breakfast ready, whatever I have to do, but I'm up. And uh, I don't lie around in bed. Um, and, and that's really, it's also helped me with my sleep and put me on a good sleep sleep pattern. So that's a really uh, a good motivation that I've uh, discovered as well. Now, it's quite a, a jump from losing that 140 pounds, um, dropping that huge amount of weight. And, and I would imagine you, you spoke before about the, the, the guy with the Hawaiian shirt and stuff. And I imagine before this, I wouldn't say fitness is new to you, but it was, you know, you were still learning about your body and stuff. How, uh, motivation wise, how do you, that's a big jump from, weight loss like losing all these pounds to suddenly want, wanting to go on stage how did that transition happen so smoothly because if i was if, you know if i'm picturing you and you had had all this weight to lose and you said before like thank god you didn't you know the covid and stuff could could you won't be here if you didn't do this that's i know that's probably motivation enough but the next jump up for people is usually just to keep going or maybe try out to tone up but to then want to do a competition and go on stage that's a big jump in motivation so where did that come from well uh from the beginning uh my trainer trainer saber my trainer uh said in one year you're going to go on stage in this category called body transformation 
body transformation category. It's a wonderful category if you get a chance to see it because it's very inspirational story. So when I saw it the first time, it almost made me cry. It's not it's not bodybuilding uh, in the traditional sense, like a like a Mr. Olympia. Uh, it is more uh, about how. Uh, of course, weight loss is one transformation, but also it can be overcoming cancer. It can be overcoming drug addiction and uh, and how you fought through that and transformed your your uh, unhealthy body to to a healthy body. And it's such an inspiring uh, category. And I, I actually I reached out to Arnold and Arnold's team because he has the Arnold's classic and said, you've got to put the, in the transformation category in. They don't do it down in the States, but we do it up in Canada. And it's such a great category. So he told me he he wants he wants me to do it. And so I said, there is no way in hell I'm ever going to do, a I'm ever getting on stage. No way. So after I lost the 100 pounds, uh, I said, ah, I want to go on stage. And he said, no, you're not ready yet. You're, you're, you're way old. So what do you mean? You, he said, you got, you got, you've got to lose another 15%. You're not even close to being on stage yet. You're gonna have to do another year. And I'm like, another year? What are you talking about? The national competition's coming up in four months. He, and he told me it was not possible. And I said, it's possible. And that was my motivation to show my trainer that I, and he, you know, he was inspired by my, he never thought I could work as hard because he saw me, you know, training for the year. I. I was a hard nut to crack to get, you know, trained on how to eat and how to <laughs> live. Mm -hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a joyous occasion for him as he whipped me into shape because I complained a lot. But after when I that four months when I went went for it, I, I didn't complain. I worked as hard and I I, I as, as I ever worked. So because he said it was not possible, he didn't think I could do it, and he was my biggest supporter. So yeah. I said, I'm going to show you I can do it. And after about three months. After about three months, I actually kind of I, I I gave up uh, after three months because I was posing in the mirror and I was going I, I look terrible. Mm -hmm. He's right, and so I said to him, "Yeah, you're right, trainer Saber." I'm like, and he goes, "What are you talking about? You you are amazing right now." I said, "I, I look at him. when I pose, I look terrible." He said, "You're crazy." So he came over and he taught me how to pose, mm -hmm. which is a whole other art form. Yeah. I had no idea how to pose. You know, you're just looking in the mirror at yourself. No, 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 no. There's a whole. So he showed me, and 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 he, I was able to see a six pack by the way I was posing and breathing, and 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 I went, holy cow, I can do this. And so that last month, I was at about uh, 162, and I was able to lose about a 10 pounds in that last month, really hard. Uh, hmm. But uh, through his through his his motivation again, remotivate. Because he saw how hard it worked and he knew I could get on stage. I just didn't know the little tips and tricks to get on stage. So yeah. uh, that, that was uh, that was a great. So it's a great back and forth we've had with our relationship where he says, no, I can't. And yeah, I say, yes, I can. You know, at 192, after losing 100 pounds, I felt I could do anything. I, I, I There wasn't anything that I couldn't do. And um, even now, you know, I, I, I've been to Arnold's gym down in Venice Beach, California, in the Mecca. And I was there with these giant bodybuilders, you know, I mean, they, these guys are going for the Mr. Olympia and I'm talking to them about fitness. I mean, who the hell am I to talk to them about fitness? Mm -hmm. but, you know, I could have a conversation with these guys and hold my own and, and understand uh, what they're doing and their training. I'm, I'm never going to be like them. 
but it, it, it gave me, uh, you know, tremendous confidence uh, in life to, uh, to be able to, to do whatever I want to do. If I, if I put my mind to it, I can do it and I've done it. And uh, so look out if I decide on doing something. So you ended, so you won, you won your, uh, you won a trophy, you won this um, competition. You, you were saying to me so before we went live that you had a chance to then defend your title, your trophy, yeah. for another year. I imagine that made you even hungrier than the first time. Because in, in the back of your mind, even though I know you were quite determined because, you know, people said, no, you don't do it, and you were like, no, I'm doing it. But I imagine it was even more motivational because this is the theme the second time round when you're like hang on that's that's my that's my title you're not coming for it so how did that one go yeah so uh, and that, and that's right i was feeling uh, really strong and really motivated and maybe too uh, my weakness is maybe overconfidence and uh, too too confident and uh, so but anyways uh, it you have to be confident when you're going up on stage. And, and uh, so when, uh, when I was on stage the second time, the, there was a guy that was really good. I mean, he was really good. And, uh, I thought, how am I going to, how am I going to beat him? And, uh, so I had to really, you know, I posed like my life depended on it. And, and I, uh, I posed so hard. I used so many muscles that I didn't think I had. I came off stage and I just cramped up and I collapsed out of exhaustion, uh, trying to trying to win uh, the second the second time. So it was really uh, uh, an intense experience uh, on stage, uh, more so than the workup, because I, I felt really confident in, in myself getting there. But when I saw the competition, that was a that was a whole other motivation. I gotta, oh, I gotta, I gotta beat, I gotta beat this guy who's gonna be good, good to beat. So, and uh, so that was tough. That was tough. Now, we've we've touched a little bit about how this journey started and where a lot of people would have given up where you didn't, and, and this is where you are, where you are, and that then, and you you mentioned before what's interesting is that the ultimate goal changes as you change. So, so many people who are probably in this group and who, who are listening to this might have a goal weight that they want to get down to. And I often say, I often put people on the spot a little bit when they say, I'll get, I'll get inquiries every day. I had one literally just yesterday. I, I'd like, I'm interested in your, in your six week program. Uh, I've got, I've got, you know, 20 pounds to lose exactly. Or, or they'll say, uh, I've got, an, I'm, I'm nearly at my goal weight. I say, oh, what's your goal weight? They might say um, 11 stone, or let's say for argument's sake, um, whatever that is in pounds. But let, let, let's let's say kilos, that's you're looking at 100, 100, right? My response is, okay, then what? And you know, not one person knows how to answer that next question because they, they're so obsessed with that first bit that if they believe that's their main goal, whether it's a like that, yours started to change pretty quickly um or and what i'm noticing is a couple in this group now that just wanted to lose weight they started off that way and suddenly they've got into lifting i've got a couple of them that have built a bit of a home gym whilst doing my program and they're now doing they're getting into the weight lift suddenly james now it's not about how much weight they've lost now it's like oh look at my biceps i've never seen these before and that 
is an incredible goal. And I, my purpose as a PT is to try and switch people out of this, oh, I just want to lose weight, into, actually, I want to look and feel fantastic, which, you know. So I, I, I love that, that your goals have changed a little bit. So let's talk about where you're at now. Um, I know you said before you do have a, a focus now. You've already achieved a hell of a lot. So what's next for you, James? Well, and and I, I think just to say to say that, I mean, there there are times uh, after the after I, uh, after I won where I was just kind of maintaining, uh, you know, my weight and, and just trying to maintain. And how do you keep motivated during that period of time of just maintenance? And basically, for me, it is a it's now part of my lifestyle. It's now part of my DNA. And uh, I can't imagine not waking up in the morning i i wake up i gotta brush my teeth i gotta have a cup of coffee i gotta work out uh that's it if i don't do that i'm not going to feel good that day or 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 i'm not going to feel good that that week if i if i miss if i miss more than two days i feel terrible i feel i feel my age um so uh it's basically it becomes part of your lifestyle and it, it should become part of your lifestyle you, you, you take a shower to feel clean, you brush your teeth, you comb your hair, uh, you're doing all these things to your exterior. What are you doing for your interior? Okay, what are you, how are you taking care of your inside? And it's very simple. You need to eat nutritious and you, you exercise, you get good sleep, you manage your stress as best you can. Those are, those, those are the things that you do for your inside. And uh, exercise is one part, no different than brushing your teeth, combing your hair, putting your makeup on, all those things we do for the exterior, and uh, so I, it's. I, I tell people when they say, "Well, I can't," or "I'm, I'm this," "I'm not," "I'm here." The issue is, if you if you, you take care of your body on the outside, you've got to take care of it on the inside as well. So, what I wanted to kind of wrap wrap up with James is, I wanted you. I wanted some like. If I could put you on the spot now, because motivation is, is the, the, the theme that my group are wrapping up at the end of the month, and it's been an interesting month to try and get people back motivated, and I really think that your story was that final piece that I really think will help show people that it can be done. It can be done. And even like you said, when people tell you it can't be done, that makes you even more motivated. And for some people, that's the case. For some people, it's not. So... What would you, if you could now nail down? If you could give people some advice that where you was right, wanting to just to lose that set amount of weight, but might be just teetering on the fitness thing a little bit, but not quite to where you are, where you've gone on stage and stuff. But they, you know, they're they're tempted, they're interested in the in the more weight strength training side now. So what, what if they're struggling with motivation or if they're thinking about quitting or just completely throwing it off, in five tips, if you can give me five, what, what just as many, what what are your sort of final thoughts? A bit like Jerry Springer, do you remember that? But he did his final thoughts at the end. <laughs> I want to tell you, I want to leave you with some, some emotional final thoughts. Mm. So the gentleman that was struggling at 3.30 down to 3.80 make that commitment he didn't make that commitment to come to the gym every day and and offered 
I offered working out with him together every single day. He's he passed away. He didn't make it. Okay. So if you're you're looking for motivation, you can look around at your friends. I have another mm -hmm. friend, same age. He's going in for a hip replacement. What are you doing? What are you mm -hmm. doing? Your age. Your hips are giving out. Okay. I have another 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 guy who just had both of his knees replaced. He's three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, your knees aren't gonna take it. Okay. These guys are mm -hmm. my age right now. So in your twenties, if you're in your twenties, start making exercise, nutritious eating, part of your lifestyle. Start learning about your body, what it can take. If you're in your thirties, you've got, you've got kids running around, little kids, be a little selfish, take care of your body. Because when you hit 40, if you don't have control of your weight, everything's going to go sideways and you're, you're going to get larger, you're going to get bigger, and it's going to be a lot harder to make the change. I'm in my fifties right now. And I need right now to build strength because I've watched my parents die. I know it's coming down the track. I want to stay as healthy as long as possible. And the way you do that, and Callum, you'll agree, is by building muscle, keeping strong, keeping being able to move. I did at Callum today, this morning, I did a record 65 lunges this morning. 65. When I started, I could do one. I did six. Is that, is that like barbell lunges? Are we talking? Uh, a body weight lunge and then oh, barbell, okay. barbell, 30 yeah. body bells and then 35 with the uh, barbell uh, along the back. I, I have, I have, uh, mm. I have no ligaments in my knee. I have a torn ACL. I, 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 they told me when I was 48, you got to go in for knee replacement. I'm not having that operation, man. Mm. Not having it. I don't need it if I can keep my body in shape. I don't need to go under the knife and do all this stuff as my friends are doing. So when you're in your fifties, you got to start building muscle. Got to start building that muscle. Now, when you're in your sixties, you got to keep moving. It, it's so fast. Uh, I see it. I see the deterioration of people in their sixties, uh, deteriorating when they stop moving. Usually they retire and they stop moving. And, and then in the seventies and eighties, anything you can do to, I, I love the idea of shopping, making sure that you always go shopping uh, and because there's all the exercises when you're, I talk to a hundred year old lady, how do you, how do you keep in shape? I go shopping every day. She goes shopping. She lifts up her arm. She picks up, she bends down, she's shopping. Smartest thing I ever heard. She's a hundred years old. Amazing. And how does she do it? She just goes shopping. I go. I even, even pushing a trolley, like pushing a trolley, is chest and triceps, you know. <laughs> amazing exercise, and she's just kept moving. So there's a different motivation each age group. Uh, I know you asked for five, but I want to give you all those age groups because I, I wa I'm watching people struggle with their health who were really healthy when we were in our teenage years and twenty years, and 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 now they're starting to die. Uh, I mean, I you know. Uh, that in their fifties, it's unacceptable. It's just unacceptable to be doing this. We uh, and we all have a, a national healthcare crisis right across the world, and uh, healthcare starts with you. Okay, you got to care for yourself. And as much as the nurses and doctors did a great job with my parents, the fact is they were overweight. My father needed to lose forty pounds. If he had it, he would have been able to get off that bed. Instead, he couldn't. And he died. End of story. Same with my mom, you know, overweight. If she hadn't got 
If she had just lost some weight, she would have been able to move more. Didn't. So, you know, your, your, your life span is about being young for as long as possible. And the way you do that is through weight training, through strength training, building muscle, nu nutritious eating, managing your stress, good night's sleep. It's all there. There's nothing, there's nothing that we don't know, but you got to do it. You, that's it. The, the only person who can do it is you. Hello, Fab. Um, better than I could have hoped for that, James. Oh, yeah, got me. Yeah, better than I could have hoped for. That was brilliant. Um, I like that you broke it down into decades because it really is. It really is like that. You know, your peak that was uh, that's universally rec recognised in the bodybuilding uh, industry. Your peak of the human body is twenty seven. Right, that's that's that that's that time, which would make sense because when I was twenty seven, I was at my peak. And then you hit your thirties, and that thing called metabolism comes in. You mentioned before about kids, and you, you know, and all those stresses. But having said that, I've got a lot of people at my gym that are in their fifties, like you, that are lifting weights that look, feel, and are a hell of a lot healthier than a couple of twenty-five-year-olds that I know that don't do anything. Yeah. So even though that is the generic body you said before you know when people are doing that to themselves they're basically shortening their lives i know it sounds extreme but ovid has shown us this as well like one thing here in the uk particularly was when when they've asked the government and stuff and a lot of mistakes were made and i don't defend them but a lot of the time it's like what you know why was the uk um, so behind when Germany and Italy were like, why were we always behind? And a lot of it was bad politics, of course. But another reason and a main reason that we didn't want to accept as a nation was because we were obese and we were getting hit harder. And our NHS and our health service was getting hit harder because we had a, a severe epidemic of our own in terms of just because and that's amplified more by the fact that you know we shop online now everything's on netflix and demand so we, we're just entitled to sit down not move enough so yeah i i think everything you said is spot on i think you should start now don't matter what don't matter if you're 30 start now if you're 40 start now um, and i like the way that it flipped over a bit in the 60s to you, know, you can still build muscle in your 60s. I mean, I had a, I did a podcast at the end of last year with someone. She calls herself Granny Guns, right? Yes. I, I, yeah. I follow her on Instagram. Right. So I, I had her on my podcast, and she was brilliant. And she was, I think she was 60. I can't remember what she said now, but she was in the 60s. She looked phenomenal. And she probably is stronger healthier and fitter than a lot of people I know in the 30s. So, yeah, age is just that number. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's just my little add to what you were saying, but pretty much word for word, James. You took it out of my mouth, and I agree with every, everything. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Now, we have had quite a lot of people watching. I've not had any comments while we were going live, but sometimes Facebook – the problem with Facebook is sometimes I don't see them till after I've come out and I have a look. It's, it's, it's the worst social media platform, unfortunately. However – 
I, it, I run my business on it. So <laughs> if I didn't have to do what I did for a living, I probably wouldn't have it. Um, I much prefer Instagram. But here we go. Um, so what I'm going to do, guys, if you have, if you've got any, yeah, I've had likes and stuff. Um, it, I, there might be James, but I just can't see any right now on my live. So what I will say to you guys is, if you have any follow-up questions, post them now. If not, I will relay them over to James. In the meantime, please go and follow James. Um, James, plug in your socials. Where can people find you and follow your journey? Sure. Uh, I've got uh, two Instagram accounts. One is Connect with James. That's my personal account. And then um, the 100 Pound War, 100 100 Pound War. That has uh, more of the fitness stuff in it. And then there is a, a website if you want to look for the book, www.100poundwar.com. It is on Amazon and all of those uh, sites uh, out there as well. And uh, it's not a it's not it's not a how to book. Um, it is more just my journey and the basically the ten battles that I went through: the battle with sugar, the battle with with stress, um, you know, the battle with exercise, I, and there's different battles that that I went through and and how I overcame uh, some of those uh, some of those. Uh, things there's some obviously some things that are in there that i did that may help you um as well and uh but it's it's more of that read uh, of how that emotional journey uh and how to overcome those different battles so i know everybody has a has a different uh, weak spot for me it was sugar i from i have a tremendous sugar addiction it really can set me off and uh so that was that's one major battle for me but there could be other ones stress was another one but uh, as I mentioned, with my parents passing away, how do you do that? And I learned a lot about I mean, just massive amounts of stress and how to overcome that um, and how I, how I overcame it. Not necessarily how you would overcome it, but how I overcame it and, uh, with exercise. And, uh, and like I said, it wasn't a weight loss. It was just trying to manage the stress. Uh, how do you manage that? So all of, all of these little, little battles that you're going to face uh, as you go through your own journey. And I don't call it a journey. That's why it's called a war. Because I hate when they talk about a weight loss journey, like it's some sort of fun trip. It's not fun, okay? Uh, it's fun now. I'm enjoying it. After four years, I've learned about my body and, and I've had, had great success. But it was not fun for that nine months and 26 days. It was tough. It was hard. Uh, but uh, there was a reward at the end, and, uh, but that's why I call it a war. Absolutely, the war is between you and and between your mind and your body. That's yeah. where the war is. Uh, you know, am I going to eat that uh, chocolate pudding that's in the fridge, or can I not eat it? I mean, that's what it comes down to. You know, or throw it out. You know, can you for me? For me, James, it's pizza. Hands down, that's my war. I rage a war on pizza. Let me tell you now. Yeah, yeah. Oreo cookies. Uh... Oh, that was going to be my second one. It is pizza, pizza and Oreos. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're deadly. They're deadly. In fact, I used to just get the little two packs to help. It didn't help. <laughs> um, Rainer Saber, have a cheat day. He told me once. So a cheat day turned into a cheat month, man. I couldn't get, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. So I said, no more cheat days. I don't believe. Sometimes that's the, sometimes that's the best way. Definitely. Um, 
I do a cheat meal sometimes. Just one yeah. meal. I want to have a cheat day. A little maybe heavy in the carbs. Maybe a piece of pie or something. Okay, once that's it, and then move on just to calm my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I I agree. I think I think having a cheat meal, having give even if you did it, maybe not necessarily daily, but you give yourself at the end of a day or the end of every a couple of times a week, you give yourself a little something, a little treat. Oh, it's better. It's better than having a whole day where you can just go crazy. I'd, I'd never think that's a good idea. And when it's was, widely... When I was training for the competition, Thursdays were my worst days. It was my low energy day. And Thursday in general sucks. It's like yes. Tired, right? like, what the heck happens on Thursday? So I hate Thursdays. And that's why I'm on your show because it's positive motivation on a Thursday. But every Thursday was my treat day. So it gave me something to look forward to. I'd have a banana. I'd have a, a little bit of bread. Because, I, I mean, I was watching my 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 mm. calories so much. Uh, that was my cheat day, a piece of bread and a banana. <laughs> I love that to, to most people, that is a healthy day, having a banana. Um, and to you, that was a cheat day. <laughs> so much sugar in a banana. You don't know. Yeah, there is, yeah. Sugar yeah. In a banana. And for an addict like me, that just sets me off. Uh, I I use it to bulk my calories up um, when I have my protein shake. I'll yeah, use oats, calm, calm myself down, and a full a full banana to to start because I I struggle eating breakfast, you know. But I like you said, I like to just get up early, get up quarter to five. I'm up. Um, you know, I agree with what you were saying before. Don't lie in bed. Just get up. I'm big into cold showers. Uh, just get up, get get awake, get it going. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not quite ready to bring the ice bath out quite yet. I don't think I ever will be, but I don't mind uh, I don't mind a cold shower. Yeah, Arnold's really pushing it on his app. Oh yeah, pushing it like jump into the cold. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, Try everyone it. everyone has the limits. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna plug. Um, for those listening, uh, you'll find all those links to uh, James's socials and to his website. We can go check out his book. Um, I will be posting that in the links to the description on Spotify and the podcast and here on the Facebook group. I will be posting uh, that stuff in the group as well. Um, and you can go and give James a follow and follow his journey, see what's next, because something tells me you're not done yet, James. Well, I hope not. We'll see. We'll see. I, I would really love to get on stage uh, at Arnold's competition if they had a body transformation category. I can't do, uh, I'm not going to be doing the bodybuilding uh, at my age, but I'd love to do, uh, uh, but I did meet on my travels uh, a gentleman who was 69. He was in 139 shows. Uh, tremendous. So never say never with the bodybuilding, but I would love to do a body transformation show uh, at the Arnold Classic. Absolutely, uh, guys. I hope you. I hope you're taking something from this. Um, I know I certainly have, and the, the the whole reason I, when I was mapping out my year and the content that I wanted to discuss throughout 2023, um, when I came to motivation, James was the first person to pop into my head because um, when I had him when I had him on my show on the Counselly podcast first time round, I was motivated just listening to. Him. And that stuck with me. So I'm hoping you guys, weird time, particularly in the UK, well, globally, 
um, financial crisis is all around. But I know here in the UK, the cost of living is very high. People are down at the minute and, and motivation is very easy to lose before it's even got going. And what I'm hoping you took from um, James on the show today is that, you know what, just keep keep going. Keep going, keep staying motivated because it can be achieved and you can completely change your body, not only change your body, but end up on stage modelling for a transformation. You never know. One day you might be one of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's exclusive clients as well. Well, at least I, I'm, I'm going to try and find a way to get onto that. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much, buddy, um, for taking time out on. I know you said Thursdays. What's the point in a Thursday? I agree. But we made a point. We, 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 we gave Thursday a purpose, didn't we, this week? So. <laughs> oh, I think you muted, James. I think you muted. Oh, you're back. Yeah, it did that to me as well. It, do, it does that sometimes. Can you hear me now? I can now. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for that. No problem. Yeah, thank you very much, James. I appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully um, I'll check in with you again when you when you next achieve. And I want to see, James, uh, in a year or two years, I want to see a picture of you standing next to Arnold, the big man himself, That's Mr. Cool. Olympia. Um, cool. And I want to see you hosting... A transformation oh, award yeah. a competition at this uh, this stage stage yeah so no because it was your idea so why not that'd be fun that'd be fun and uh absolutely and uh i thank you for all your your, your work and motivation and congratulations on on all of your uh staying with the podcast and staying with this uh this service to people thank you yeah Love it. We love fitness. We love it. And our, our mission is to make sure everyone else does too. <laughs> if that's possible, we'll certainly try. Hi, right, James. Thank you very much. Um, thank you guys for checking in. Um, we'll be back soon.